Hello, everyone. Well, on last podcast, we talked about what it takes to get to the next level and then kind of what happens when you are on the next level. And and now I'm going to talk about maintaining that next level. Once you, once you are there, how do you maintain it? And some of the unforeseen circumstances that are going to come against you and what's all going to transpire in your life as from my point of view. So I know that a lot of the people that listen to me, you are driven in a different sense than the normal population. You are already set apart and you want to better yourself, which that speaks volumes for the level of success that you want to achieve. There's, there's plenty of people in this world that are comfortable in what they're doing, that they don't want to excel. They don't want to go to the next level. There are bunches and bunches of people that want to be at the next level that are jealous and envious of people that are at the next level, but they do not want to put in the work to get to the next level. So they will talk, put people down, gossip, do whatever they need to try to make themselves feel like they are at the next level. Big difference. There's many, many sacrifices that are going to have to come your way in order for you to be at the next level and maintain that level. So let's, let's just talk about, let, let's, let's just throw this out there. Two people that I can think of, well, three professional athletes that totally set themselves apart from everybody in their professions. They are probably the best of the best and they still had catastrophic events happen to them. Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, and now Tom Brady. Are all of you with me? on what is what I'm trying to tell you. It does not matter how good you are at anything and you will still have things come at you that will try to destroy you. And trust me, how can you be destroyed? You can take up drinking, drugs, you can do, you can do so many things to destroy your life. Once one bad domino is pulled out of the way, your life can be totally ruined. But, but when you have done all the work to get to that point, what happens to you as a person 
you are very strong on the inside, mentally and physically. Now, here's another catch to everything is if you have God in your life. What have I said about Satan? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What was thrown against all of those men? Now, I'm not saying they are of God or they have God in their life. But what comes what come against them? Something that wanted to destroy them. A lot of dark come over them, okay? It does not matter how good you are at anything. It doesn't matter if you have God in your life. You're going to have trials and tribulations. But what do they do? They will make you stronger as a person. Okay? I told you a lot about Predator Quest and how when I started and I won awards my first year being on television, how people come up to me and told me I was nothing and pretty much spit in my face and trying to start fights with me. And I I want all of you to know I could care less about all that, okay? Yeah, at the time, it was, I didn't understand it. I was more confused about it and why people could be so mean. I didn't understand that part of life. I I spent so much time pondering what kind of evil, vile person could do what they could do to try to, uh, you know, totally totally denamed somebody in in their face and put people down. I didn't understand it, but now I do. Because I've been in this position so much that I, I now understand it. The ego, the hatred, the jealousy, the animosity, the arrogance. No matter what you do in life if you are excelling you are going to have tons and tons and tons of gossip hate jealousy animosity come at you you may not know of a lot of it you may not ever hear of a lot of it but it's always going to be around you You walk into a local cafe, everybody turns to look at you and they just kind of shrug their shoulder and turn back and do what they do. There's something going on with the body language of people. Okay? So, I really believe that I was put in this position. I was naive as naive gets. I never knew people could be that mean, being that, just that naive country bumpkin farm kid from Nebraska that always tried to do good things for other people. And I was totally hated and hated upon. Well, that goes back to uh, my junior high years in high school when I was bullied. You know, 
you you understand that people are living with a lot of hate in their own life. I don't necessarily hold most people accountable. Accountable isn't the right word. Um, I don't think most people that do it, that throw hate on people, actually understand that they are doing it. Why? Because I think they have a demon inside of them. I think it's the demon that's doing it, and they are just a human shell and not really understanding what they're doing. They're so entrenched in hatred in their life that they can't get out of it. And their own life is a train wreck after train wreck after train wreck after train wreck. And the only way you break that cycle is basically to ask God in your life and change your life. So I I say who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, he's the father of darkness. He loves the dark. So who is the father of light? God. So if you yourself that is listening to me, you are wanting to set yourself apart. You are wanting to be at the next level. You are excelling in life and you are doing good things and you're trying to be a good citizen, a good person. You're, you run a lawn care business and this little old lady in your hometown, she's always been such a nice, sweet lady. You mow her lawn for free because you just think the world of this lady and she doesn't have no family and she bakes a dozen cookies for you and gives them to you at the end of when you're doing her lawn. And she said, what do I owe you? And you say nothing. What are you? You are of the light. You are, you have the light inside of you because you are shining. You Do you not believe that Satan can't see your light and other people can't see your light? When you walk into a room, people know that you are of God because just the way you carry yourself, you are of the light. You shine. You have a smile on your face. You're happy. You say hi to people. You're courteous. But who instantly hates on you? People that are of Satan, of the darkness. I didn't know none of this. I didn't, nobody taught me this in Bible study and uh, you know, church, they don't teach you this because they don't even know. This world is full of darkness, full of it. And it took me getting to where I am to understand it. There's people that were close to me, close to me that were friends that would throw shade at me. Why? Because they're jealous. They wish they were me. There's people that think that in life, I want to be loved. I want to be a multimillionaire. I I want everybody to love me. It's not going to happen. 
not everybody's going to like you. You're going to be hated by so many people, it's not even funny. Tom Brady, undisputed, probably one of the best quarterbacks to ever, ever play the game of NFL football. There's other good quarterbacks. I'm not going to even argue that fact. There's some great quarterbacks. Uh, John Elway was great. There's other great, great quarterbacks. Hands down, I would say he's probably one of the best leaders on the field to get things done, to make it happen. And it takes great receivers, too. And it takes a great line as well. Don't think that it's not a team sport. But when you're the quarterback, you're the you're the leader. When you call the play, there is a little bit of confidence, and he's looking at the receiver, and he says, uh, Rochelle, you're catching this ball. It's coming right at you. I seen the last time. You blew your guy away. You blow him away again this time. I'm, I'm hitting the mark. You better catch it. That's a true leader, okay? Yeah, we can say everything we want to say about all the other players. It, it has to work in sync. But he was a great, and he is a great quarterback. And what happened to his life? His wife wanted him to quit, retire. So you're, you're telling me a guy, he lived his whole entire life from the time he was a little boy to the time he gets to be a man, and he has totally, totally been one of the best in the business. And this Jezebel says, I want you to retire. Since when has a, a, a man that followed his purpose going to do what a wife wants him to do? Since when? I told you the story about Jim Bridger. Probably the greatest explorer to ever live. He would leave his wife to go show people all the mountain passes. He helped Indians get over passes, find ways through the country, the West. The greatest explorer to ever be known. And when he'd come back two, three, four, five, six months later, two years later, his wife was still in the house sweeping the cabin out, not knowing if he was dead, if he was alive. That was a woman of God. That was not a woman of the devil. Society has changed. I think all of you can agree to this. I've seen men, young men, paint their finger, fingernails black, blue, red, dyeing their hair, not knowing what gender they are. <clears throat> what have I said about Satan? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What has happened to our society? 
it's essentially been destroyed. We could argue with it. What happened with this latest, uh, this, this latest bird flu or whatever you call it? It's totally crumbled our society. Crumbled it. But when you have sight and knowledge and wisdom from God, you see right through all this stuff. You know what the master plan is. The master plan is to get you on board with destroying your life. Steal everything from you, kill you internally, destroy you, and kill you physically. So when you get to that level, see all of you listening to me, you want to... uh, You want to get up to that next level in life. But with it comes a great amount of adversity. Great amount. When you start to really shine and that light is bright within you, The evil that comes at you is far, far worse. And it wants to steal, kill, and destroy you. Okay? I will use an example, and I hope I hope this person is listening to me. And I will use another person as an example, and I, I, I doubt he does because he's, he's so busy and I totally get it. Tory Hyde, he's a he's a good friend of me, mine. He is a coyote killing sob. The guy, he, he just he's a killer. That's that's the only way I know how to put it. So many people talk bad stuff about him. It's not even funny. I know Tory. I know he's a killer. That's all I need to know. He's a friend of mine. And if he says he does it, I believe him. And he's been maimed from coyote calling contests. He's had people try to pick fights with him at contests, calling him a cheater. He's taken it all on and he still competes in contests. He still kicks kicks their ass. And I asked him about it. I said, why do you keep doing it, Tori? He said, Les, I just want to keep kicking their ass. I want to prove to them that if they think I'm cheating, I'm just going to keep kicking their ass while they're crying about it. I'm killing coyotes. And that's the attitude to have. That is the attitude to have. But obviously, in some of us that aren't so mentally strong, it starts to take its toll on you. You're like, why am I even doing this? That's why I quit compete. And I'm like, I don't have nothing else to prove. I I don't care anymore. Like it wasn't my passion anymore. And my brother got burnt out and that was the end of it. And he's always been my partner. He's like, Les, I'm done. I'm not doing no more. And that was when we were accused of cheating in, uh, back in St. Francis. I was just sitting in the passenger seat of the pickup laughing and smiling while we were getting accused. And my brother just went crazy and he's wanting to fight. I'm like, calm down. This isn't even worth it. I said, let's just, let's just get out of here. We don't even need to check in. Screw them. 
they can have our entry fee money. Well, lo and behold, we, we won. So yeah, I would have given away a lot, but it's not like it matters. Like I don't care anymore. I, whatever, you know, but whenever you are shining, and like I said, this has not, it, it don't even matter that it's coyote calling that I'm talking about. It happens in football. It happened to Michael Jordan, the greatest. And that's, that can be argued. Yeah, there's probably greater, there's greater guys now. But at the time, he was one of the greats. I, I think Michael Jordan was outstanding with his moves and how he did things and how his body was so limber. He could just, you know, his vertical jump, and he was just freaking good. And as soon as he quit the game, as soon as he's not bringing in income, as soon as he's not shining, what comes over him? Darkness. What was that darkness? His wife. Steal, kill, destroy. She was not of the light. It's sad. I, I, I don't know how else to put it. Let's talk about another thing, you know. What do men do? So many men... You want to have ambition. You want to excel at something in life. You don't want to just be, there are guys that want to be a couch potato. I get it. Okay. They want to get home from work, pop open a beer, sit on the couch, watch TV. There are people like that. There's lots of people like that, but not me. I don't do that. And I'm assuming that a lot of the guys that listen to me right now, don't do that either. And you want to be better. Okay. How do you get better? You keep pushing yourself and you tune out the haters. And actually when you're hated upon, and if you're a go-getter, it gives you more energy. It gives you more courage. It gives you more ambition because you know, that's what it takes to push somebody. And it pushes you even harder. So I'm, I'm here to tell you that when you excel at that other position in life that you're shooting for, whether you want to be a better coyote caller, whether you want to be a, a better uh, business owner, whether you want to be a, a, a better husband, a better, better anything, there's going to be adversity that comes against you. I've always been a leader. Like that's like I, that's why I was good at competitions because I was the one making the calls as to where we were going calling and how we were making the sound, what sounds we we're making, where we were setting up. And I'm, I'm that guy. Like I can, I can look the ground over and say, we need to go call over there. And then say, I make three, four sets and I couldn't get it done. That's when I turned to Jeff and he's like, I think we need to go right over here. But when you get around other people, that's how it works. 
everybody has a different idea on what you should do. And especially when you have two people that are good at something, you both have differing opinions. And that's not a bad thing. That can be a good thing. So just know and I've talked about this a lot that when you get to another level everything gets tougher. Everything gets harder. You're going to face more mental adversity than you've ever faced in your life. Ever. How do you handle it? You better have God in your life. That's all I can say. You better be able to get on your knees. You better be able to ask him for guidance, knowledge, wisdom. You better be able to ask for those things. Because I'm telling you, if Satan and the darkness have their way with you, They want to destroy you. They're constantly chipping away at you to just put a chink in your armor, take another chink out of your armor, take another chink out of your armor, and pretty soon you're like, I don't care, I'm done. That's what happens. On the outside looking in, we all think, well, I I just want to be successful. Sounds easy. Sounds like it's doable. Sounds like it can be done. It's far from easy. And it's very hard to get done. Very hard. It takes a lot of mental fortitude. Mental tenacity. To get things done. The other coyote caller that I wanted to talk about, well, there's two, Mitch, Vernum, and Marty, constantly putting up tons of numbers on coyotes. I know they're hated upon. I hear it. I, I live in Nebraska and I hear it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be real. It's just like, just because somebody's excelling in life, the haters come out of the woodwork. And what do I say about haters? They are of the dark. They come to steal, kill, and destroy. What do they want to steal and kill? They want to steal and kill your drive, your ambition, your your love, your passion. They want to take that from you. Because if they can chink... Put that chink in your armor that makes you second guess yourself. What happens? They've been successful. That's what they want to do. They want you to second guess yourself. So Lexi, she's a big dog here, my sister dog. She guards the goats and the geese and the ducks. So I bring her a sugar donut from Russ's IGA. So I had to give her part of a donut. She loves that. 
one way, one way to know if you are of the light, in my opinion, is if animals love you. If dogs, if you have a way with animals. They sense good and bad in people right from the start. They know. I got to give her the other half. She's begging for it. <laughs> and then she runs away from my pickup. And she goes and she's got to eat it somewhere else. But I do not say none of this to discourage any of you. Okay. Like I said, I was naive. I didn't know this stuff. I didn't know none of it. I kept asking, why do people hate me so much? But I can't really say that I ever asked God, why? He shows you. He leads you. He gives you discernment. You've got to ask for it, though. It's just not willy-nilly in this world. You've got to ask God for the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit resides in you, you get discernment. What's, what is discernment, though? Discernment helps you make decisions, helps you to see the good in people, helps you to see the bad in people, helps you to make life decisions. Discernment runs your life, can help you make all the right decisions can steer you away from wrong decisions. I have a great amount of respect for the people that have excelled in life and excelled at their, their passion. And they've kept it going. I want you to just think for a second. Think about Tom Brady's life, okay? Think about this and then put it up against your life and do a comparison. This guy is one of the best that's ever played the game, had it all, and in a flash, he is the most talked about human being on the planet. We're, we're talking in China, they're probably talking about him, in Japan, in Russia, everywhere in the world. He is blasted across news media, on radio stations, on the internet. Who gets the blame for everything? The men do. He's a horrible husband. He's this. He's that. You've got the, the, a guy that had the mental tenacity and fortitude and ambition and mental toughness and self-determination to be the best of the best he is a gladiator. 
He has slain everyone. But yet, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he's the worst human being on the planet. Question, did his wife help him get to where he was today? No. And there would be somebody argue with me about that. It started with him, it ends with him. He made the decisions. She wanted to follow him because he was the best, but then she wants to change his life. The Jezebel wants to steal, kill, and destroy you, wants you to follow her when women, the man is the leader, the head. See, society is crumbling. Why? They want men and women to be be viewed as equal. He can do it, so can she. Last time I checked, I ain't seen, I ain't competed, I ain't ever been up against a woman that could kick my ass in a coyote calling contest. Ain't ever gonna happen either. I'll be 70 years old and I will have the mental fortitude to get out there and get it done. I promise you. It all starts inside of you. We have let all of this happen. Back in the, the early days of cowboys and Indians, how, how do you suppose they handled the law? They hung you. They shot you on sight. That was how they handled things. You think there was a CSI back then? Oh, we got to analyze this bullet and see who shot this person. That person's some other state, you know. There was probably a little more respect back then. Just know. That, like I said, it, it, it doesn't matter what you do in life. Coyote calling is me. That's That's been my basis. That was my claim to fame. That's what got me to where I am today. Doesn't matter what you do. When you get to that level... There is a whole lot of hatred waiting for you. And it's wanting to cash in the chips.
It's not easy. That's the reason some of you listen to me is because you yourself, you want it, but you don't know how to go about it. Or you're on that path and you're facing some adversity and some challenges. If that is your mission in life, don't give up, don't stop, just put it in another gear and grind ahead. The people that listen to me are not quitters. The people that listen to me are not couch potatoes. Some of the most relieving times of my life Some of the most joyous times of my life was when I was at my lowest. Hard to believe, hard to believe, but I felt like I got the answers. I understood because I was on my hands and knees and I was talking to God and I was getting answers from him. I didn't know how this is, how it, it works like this. I didn't know that. Why was I put in this position? I think is because I was to go through a lot of trials and tribulations and and hit the bottom and and try to help people get through their bottom, you know? I don't want people to go through what I went through. I want to save you that. I want to I want you to double check your mind what what it is you want to do. Don't do it just because you want wealth. Wealth, get that out of your mind. We've all got to make a living. But I can promise you some of the most happy times that I ever had was when I had the least. Just know, ask, ask God to see the darkness. Ask him to show the evil to you. I've spoken about this where I've went into stores. Like I went to order Chinese one night. I had my headphones on. I was listening to YouTube. I ordered, uh, I think it was uh, Kung Pao chicken. And I was standing at the end of the line waiting. And it was a bigger auditorium there in Hastings, Nebraska. It's a bigger uh, concession area. And there was another guy in there. He's all tatted up and nothing against guys that are tatted up. Shaved head. He was eating. He kept staring at me. And I don't know why I'm standing there with my headphones on. And then this guy starts yelling stuff, like just blurting it out of his mouth. So then I pull my earphones back and I sit there and listen. He'd look at me and I'd, I'd look at him and he'd look away. 
when you are, you have a light shining inside of you, okay? Who do you suppose sees that? This is a different level that I'm talking about. I talk about it all the time, but it's it's not what we, you know, what I've been talking about per se with professional athletes and this and that. Demons or people of the devil, they see your light. They cannot stand you. So what happened? It's blurting out of him and he doesn't even really, he's just a human form. He doesn't understand what's even going on with him. A devil resides in him. He can't stand me because he can feel the light. Why do you suppose a specific person got in my face after I won awards for my television show? Just went nuts. Like, I'm talking totally nuts. You're, you're effing nobody, Les Johnson. You're just a coyote caller. You're a nobody. You're a loser. Spitting in my face. Bumping my chest with his chest. Wanting me to deck him. And he's got 15 guys with him. There was three of us, 15 of them. Why does somebody do that? I will tell you why. Because you are of the light. They sense the good in you. They hate themselves. They hate their life. They are of the devil. They want to steal, kill, destroy. How do they do that? Torment me enough to punch you and then get a big lawsuit going. And I'm making all the headlines and all my sponsors drop me. Pretty soon, Les Johnson won awards with his television show. Now he's a has been. He lost his TV show. He's being sued for a million dollars for punching somebody. That, my friends, is how easy and how close it can come to a reality. That's what they wanted to have happen. So this naive young man had to learn everything the hard way. Because I was too stupid to ask God for it. The knowledge and the wisdom and the understanding. I didn't know. They don't teach you that in church. Because most churches are corrupt. You've got to have a personal relationship with God. you got to say hi to him in the morning. And when you go to bed at night. you got to thank him for your day. And when you're going through trials and tribulations. You thank him because it's making you stronger. It's making you tougher mentally and physically. It's giving you fortitude like nobody else. You don't have to believe me. You don't have to even agree with what I say. It doesn't matter to me. But everywhere on the media, on the radios, what is propagated? 
constant, constant drama. They have got to, listen to me, steal, kill, and destroy. How do they do that? They keep you focused on crap that doesn't matter. Keep you away from the light. They got to keep showing you the dark, the dark, the dark, the dark. They want you depressed. So uh, there's more women now on antidepressants than ever before in history. They wanted feminism. They got it. Now they're unhappy. What is it? Three in four women are on antidepressants. They hate their life. They hate everything. They want to kill themselves. You know what my piece is? Getting in the outdoors. Feeding my sister's dog a donut. Feeding her geese. Bread. Every day. They ran to my pickup when I pull in. It's black here. And they seen my pickup pull in. And they all have their wings out. And they run. And like they're trying to fly. They come to my pickup. That's how you get away from Satan. That's how you get away from people that hate. You become a light. You be a light to others. You, you do nice things for old people. Like I said, when I was a kid, we went, we had set lines. Me and my brother, we caught catfish. We cleaned them. I mean, that meat was sparkling clean. We'd take it to old people. 70 and 80 year old husband wives. And when we'd come to the door and hand them fish, they would literally melt with happiness. Nobody ever give them fresh fish. That's the way I was raised. My father taught us to be like that. Give, help. But you know what? If you are a good guy, nice guy in today's world, you're chastised. Women don't want you. They want the bad boy. Why? Because they are all damaged. They are damaged. And the guys that are bringing their daughters up right to have one man in their life and to be faithful to that man, they are doing it right and they are basically being crucified for bringing their daughters up that way. All of this happens when you hit the next level. There's the donkey wanting his bread. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> he wants bread, too. Everything that can come against you will come against you when you hit that next level. And you're maintaining that level. Greatest quarterback of all time. He's plastered on every radio station, every news station, every newspaper, all over the internet. Because his wife wasn't happy anymore. And he's going to take the brunt of it.
he's the guy that worked so hard and so many hours practicing passes, doing, getting up at three and four in the morning to, to do what? To be the best that he could be. And a woman that he's been with for 13 years decides she's not happy and she wants to totally destroy him, humiliate him, totally take everything from him. And two weeks later, she's pictured with another man. You better search yourself and search your own soul right now. Because I'm telling you, when you think your life is easy peasy and you're just hitting on all cylinders, there's some shit about to go down. And it can and most certainly will destroy you if you let it happen. If you don't have the mental fortitude, you're not going to get through it. There's many a men, many a men that think that the easy way out is putting a gun to their head and they do it. Many men commit suicide. This is no joke. This isn't a talk your dad gave to you. This isn't a talk that your pastor is going to give to you because he doesn't even know. I know because I've been there. When you hit that bottom, you dust yourself back off, you smile and say, is that all you got? (laughs) Shit, I got this. This is easy. And keep rolling. I have a great amount of respect for the people that they put on the news and plaster everywhere because the darkness is trying to steal, kill, and destroy. So they know that somebody else is trying to do something right and they've got to try to drown it out. Put that light inside of you. Ask God for the light. You got it in you. You're listening to me. I know that is huge. I just hope you're getting something from me. If Even if it's just one thing that sticks out with you, I hope you're getting something. Because being a great coyote caller has to encompass all these other things. If you don't have drive and you don't have determination and the ambition to be a little bit different and figure stuff out on your own, you're never going to be very good ever. You've got to figure things out. I had a gentleman just write me a, a message on Facebook and I, I shouldn't be this way, but I am this way. Hey, Les, I made a couple stands, it's full moon, and coyotes start barking at me. I tried everything, even pup distress, and I couldn't get nothing to happen. Well, my golly, if I only made two stands in my life, where would I be? i just get up and go do it again, but I changed something up. 
If you don't have enough common sense to start figuring out why coyotes are barking at you, when they bark at you nine times out of 10, they watch you walk in, they've seen you, there's a reason for a bark. It's a warning, okay? That's why they call it a warning bark, warning howl. I've had it a lot, but you know what? When one's doing a warning howl, I've called in other coyotes. Why are they doing a warning howl? Because they know they're close to other coyotes and they're trying to warn those other coyotes not to come in. But see, a lot of people don't understand that. So I'll still kill a coyote when they're doing it and they'll do it for 30 minutes. Well, less I sat there 20 minutes and I just got up and left. That's rule number two. You just F that up. Sit there for an hour. Quit being a freaking biatch. I get so sick of it. Everybody looks at their watch 20 minutes. It's time to move. I've done a lot of that. I have. I'm not going to lie. But I've killed so many coyotes at one hour, it's not even funny. Do I get up and say, geez, I should have never sat there for an hour and killed those two coyotes? No, I don't ever say that. I was being sarcastic. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> I'm going to say a quick prayer. Thank you all for joining me. I hope something resonated with all of you. I want all of you to have a great day. And uh, don't let this stuff discourage you, okay? Many, many, many people have been through way worse than you have. And they still come back, okay? You've got to surrender yourself to get better. And to make it through it. It can be hard. But if you want that next level of success, that darkness is coming after you. I can promise you is coming after you. The question is, are you going to let it take you over or are you going to shine and keep shining? Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for everyone that's listening to me. God, I ask that you just touch their hearts and their lives. Bless them in more ways that they know. Help them be an inspiration to others, to touch other people's lives, all because they see the light within them. Help us to keep growing and passing on happiness and good deeds everywhere we go. Help us to snuff out the darkness. Thank you, Lord. We love you and your creation. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you, everyone. Have, have such a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. Get out there and just kick some butt. Be a better person. What, what do they say? It takes far more muscles to frown than it does to smile. Go figure, right? Why am I always smiling? Because it takes less work. <laughs> anyway, have a great day. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for listening to me. I want all of you to be better. 
be a better person. Have a great day. See ya.